What's happening? Good evening or morning or afternoon, whatever time it is that you listen to this podcast. It's day 63 of 100 Days of Podcast. So welcome back. I'm Heather, your host of the Connect the Dots podcast. We are moving through our travel episodes currently. Yesterday, Jay and I shared about our last trip pre-COVID, uh, which was a cruise out of Long Beach. And uh, today I want to talk with you a little bit about some of the travel that we did during COVID and kind of like how it felt for us. I mean, because we, we travel a good bit um, with, I mean, just in general, we, we've always kind of traveled a lot, um, whether it's just like quick weekend trips up to Nashville when we lived in Huntsville or, uh, you know, going to Pennsylvania or going, you know, coming to the beach, whatever. And, you know, the pandemic really, really changed that, obviously, because things were shut down and, and whatnot. But um, we also, through the pandemic, you know, with the stay-at-home orders, but you also had, you know, Jay who had to work in a, he worked in a plant, so he still had to go to work every day. I work from home, so nothing changed for me um, at, at all. <laughs> there were some some new policies in place at work, but, but other than that, that was, that was it as far as my work, nothing really changed. And, and so just picking up and trying to like, when things started to like settle down in between waves, right? What did kind of, how did that work? Like, what did we do and where did we go? So I wanted to relive some of these little memories, uh, with you this evening. So obviously, like I said, we got back from LA on March 1st of 2020 and things were starting to really hit the news pretty quickly um, about the Diamond Princess, about a, a lot of, you know, the, just how fast it was spreading and, and cases that were being, um, you know, found in the States. And, and even just, and then just a few weeks later, right after um, St. Patrick's Day, everything shut down and, and everybody entered entered into quarantine and shut down and, you know, can't go anywhere kind of thing. And those first few months were really weird because uh, Jay didn't play either. Obviously, being a musician with the bars shut down, there was no music. So, you know, he wasn't playing on the weekends. Um, you know, he was just going to work and coming home and even work was weird. And, you know, they would get in, get in trouble for if their mask was down or or whatever, so he just, he spent a lot of time wearing his respi half respirator, <laughs> so it wouldn't fog up his glasses, um, the, the, his safety glasses and stuff, but finally, right, a couple months later, things started to lift a smidge, uh, and a few weeks before the 4th of July, we booked a trip to Orange Beach for the 4th, um, and we had a, we had a really good time down there, um, I do feel like, the hotel did a good job of, you know, keeping uh, people distant and we didn't feel like on top of each other at the pool or on the beach. The only time when we were down there that it felt uh, a little too peopley for me was we went to, uh, we walked, I think we walked a road, I can't remember, uh, down to Live Bait um, there in Orange Beach and there was a band playing and and it was just, um, we walked in and there was just like, mm -mm, no, 
no, mm -mm, too many people are here. I've got, mm -mm, nope, nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> too much eating and drinking happening with mask off <laughs> for my, for my feel. So, um, so we left, we, we didn't stay for the show cause I just couldn't, like I was still, I mean, right. We were only a couple months into this, not kind of knowing what was happening. There were no vaccines yet. None, none of that. And, um, and so definitely wanted to try to keep us as healthy as possible. Um, so the next travel though so the fourth you know we traveled the fourth of july the next travel came just a few weeks later uh this wasn't a vacation though right this is when we ventured down here to clearwater to find a house because it was on that fourth of july trip where i finally when we got back i was like i'm done with this i'm done with the allergies and the sinus and the headaches i didn't have any problems in florida let's, I'm, I'm done. Let's go. Let's figure it out. Can we do it? And, and so we very quickly figured out that we could do it. Uh, and we, uh, and we came down to Clearwater to look for a house for a couple of days. So not a true vacation again, but you know, it was our first visit here. Um, at the end of August, right, we moved here. So we didn't really travel for a while for, for various reasons, but mainly because another variant came through. And if I remember correctly, probably the next big trip we took after we lived here would have been Vegas, uh, which was in April 2021. So we're looking at what, uh, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, like eight months, six or eight months, we went without like a big trip somewhere. And I may be missing one in there, so my bad if I did. Um, but the next big one that I remember was Jay's birthday in Vegas. Now in Vegas, we were there at the end of April. And when we were there, they lifted or they went back to a hundred percent capacity. Like the week we were there, like in the middle of the week, cause it was, it was May 1st or whatever. And, and so that was, um, interesting. Uh, the monorail was not open, which really stunk because when we started planning this, we knew, I knew I was going to put us at the Sahara because our friends were at the Sahara and the monorail station ends, like the monorail ends at the Sahara. And so I was like, okay, well, um, let's, uh, <laughs> the monorail was closed. So we had to take Ubers and Lyfts everywhere, which made it very expensive. So my friends that came with us, thank you so much for, for hanging out with us and going places with us because it was way more expensive than anticipated sometimes because we didn't expect to take Ubers and Lyfts everywhere and because the Sahara is kind of not on its own, but it's not close to, it's close to the stratosphere um, and you can walk to Circus Circus from it. It's not really that close, but that's probably the closest one on the strip other than the stratosphere. So you got the strat on one side and you have circus circus on the other. Um, but Ubers and Lyfts, taking those everywhere, that was a nightmare because there were not enough drivers either um, for Uber and Lyft. So it was very much a... Um, we had some rides canceled. It was uh, hard to get a ride at times. And 
um, it was just, it was a little, it was a little frustrating. I will, I will say that, um, typically when we go, we've been so many times now, we, we kind of have our routine. And so, you know, we know when we go out in a couple of weeks that, you know, we, we know where we're staying, we know where we're going, everything's pretty much walking distance. We don't have to really take any Ubers or Lyfts or anything anywhere. But that's for another, that's for another podcast. We'll talk about that in a couple of days. Um, but, you know, there it was, you, know, you had to wear your mask inside um, of the casinos, um, you, you ha- unless you were eating or drinking kind of thing. And they were, they were, from what I remember, they were pretty adamant about it. You know, there were people telling you, you know, the, the people there, at the, the people that worked at the hotels, you know, they were watching and showing, you know, making sure people were doing that. Um, still had a great time in Vegas, uh, even through the pandemic. Um, the next big trip after that was probably our cruise, uh, which would have been the first cruise that we took since February of 2020. And this was in October of 2021. Pro- I think I'd have to look at our cruise list to be sure, but that's probably the longest we have gone without going on a cruise the enti- since Jay and I started cruising. We started cruising in 2009, and we have been on a cruise every year since. So probably that February to 2020 to October 2021 may have been the longest, you know, like without a cruise. We only had one cruise canceled during that time. And that would have been our cruise for the horizon, which was in October of 2020. Uh, but we were on the carnival Mardi Gras, um, in October of 2021. Um, at this point you still had, you tested, um, two days before, um, you went, you had to get a negative test. You had to show um, your vaccination cards because at this point, right, vaccinations were um, were out. And so you did have to have your vaccination card and a negative COVID test to get on the boat. The protocols on the boats, they've kind of changed and, and gone in and out. So when we went, they had relaxed just a bit because this was before Omicron uh, came through. So... It had just relaxed a little bit. You could walk, you could walk through the corridors without a mask on if you were vaccinated, which obviously like, and 95% of the boat had to be vaccinated or whatever. Um, but you couldn't like certain venues you had to wear, like in the comedy club, you had to wear your mask in the comedy club and only take it on or off when you were like drinking, you could pull it down to drink, put it, put it back up. So, um, but I really feel like they, I mean, they cleaned, uh, they kept things very neat and very tidy. Um, I was very impressed with, um, you know, with how they, how they ran the ship. Now I will say the Mardi Gras was only running at a little over half capacity, I think. I think there were maybe 3,600 on board. And that ship has, um, like, it holds like 6,000 or something. So that helped with the fact that, like, people weren't always on top of you, uh, you know, when you went certain places. 
But to me, I think Carnival did a fantastic job in October of 2021 making everybody feel feel safe and feel good um, about being on the cruise, you know, being back in the, in, you know, cruising. Now, during this time, right, we, we did fly to Alabama, I think, at least once, and uh, we flew to Pennsylvania at least once. Um, and flying during COVID has been interesting. If you If you haven't flown during COVID... Just so you know, in case you, you don't, uh, you have to wear a mask. And as soon as you step in the airport, all the way through, you pull it down at security when they check your face, when you know, they pull it down to check you against your passport or your license. And then you can take it off when you eat or drink in the airport. Um, and then when you get on the plane, you must wear it at all times unless you are eating or drinking. The airlines we have flown on have not been really giving out, um, they don't give out much. I think Southwest did, did give us a snack, um, and then obviously a drink. They aren't, are not serving alcohol. When we rode on Spirit, they did serve alcohol and snacks. Um, and then when we did, when we rode Breeze just here recently, um, they served they, they were serving their whole menu too. Um, but still, you know, very much, you, you know, mask up the whole time, you know, take it down, eat, put it back up. Um, I didn't really, luckily, thank goodness, we did not experience anybody being like rude to the stewardess. Uh, or stewardess, wow, that's a terrible old word to use. The flight attendant, goodness, Heather, you can tell I'm tired, can't you? Uh, <laughs> so, um, the, the flight attendant, nobody being rude to the flight attendants or anything like that. Um, you know, I just, I really respect um, the flight attendants because they definitely, um, I know some of them have probably taken uh, a lot of heat that they didn't deserve uh, for something that's, they're just, they're just there to enforce the, the, the rule of the law, uh, whatever you want to call it. And people take it out on them and it's just not fair. So if you are a flight attendant, my heart goes out to you. Uh, anybody working in the flight industry uh, where they have to deal with people that don't want to wear their mask. Um, but, you know, traveling through COVID for me, I think it, it helped me appreciate the time that I did have. So when we would go somewhere like when we went to Vegas for Jay's birthday and we had friends come out, you know, our friends, they could have said, you know, no, Heather, you know, this, there's still a pandemic happening. No, we're not comfortable coming out. Like, no, we don't want to risk it. Like they could have absolutely done that. And I would not have judged them at all. Um, but it really made me appreciate and like be thankful for those people that came out um, even more than I already am. And, you know, seeing friends and seeing family, you know, when we would travel places, it did, did make me try to be more cognizant and more present when we were together. Because with the whole, you know, how it's gone back and forth, you know, lockdown, not lockdown, lockdown, not lockdown. Hey, we say you probably should stay in, but, you know, we're not going to lock down again. Like the whole ebb and flow of this. Um, I've just tried to be more aware 
when I'm with friends and family of, of spending time with them and not being glued to my phone and not being distracted and trying to make sure I give them all of the attention um, that I can. I also try to be more aware of the space that I give people around me. Uh, you know, we've gone to theme parks several times. We go to Bush Gardens a good bit. We go to Disney. Um, you know, just trying to give people space and not crowding people. Because I don't like it when people crowd me <laughs> either, even though we don't have the six-foot rule anymore. Uh, I still don't like when people, like, try to crowd me in a line. I'm like, you can back up. We're we're all going to get on the ride. Just, you can back up. You don't have to be right on top of me breathing on me. Um, and I also try to make sure I am polite, that I am polite to all of the people working, because if you work in any industry where you have to deal with people, bless you. I've been there. I definitely remember, uh, people being rude to me and it's, it hurts. It's not fun. And you don't deserve it. And you are doing everything that you can right now to support yourself and to be there and to and to help the people um, that are coming in. So thank you. If you work in any type of industry, uh, the restaurant industry, uh, like hospitality of any kind, the flight attendants, uh, doctors, nurses, any of you that have done have been in those roles throughout this pandemic, just a thank you. And I... I hope that um, if I if I see you, uh, that you know um, that when I smile at you, um, even if we're in the airport and it's under a mask, <laughs> hopefully you can see it. That I am I'm sending you much love and many thanks for your dedication. Um, I am over my time. Look at that. Go figure. And my pizza rolls are done. Dinner of champions. Um, tomorrow we're going to talk about recent travel, um, as we are coming out of COVID at least, right? Fingers crossed. We, we hope, uh, we're, we're coming out of COVID. Um, but until then, I want you to remember, um, that you are loved, that you are worthy and there are great things ahead for you in this life. If you trust and believe in the Lord. Also remember all of those. Uh, that are in um, in Ukraine. Remember those families um, and those people and the soldiers and the people that are the people that are fighting. Um, just lift them up in your prayers, please. Because I don't I don't know when or how it's going to end, but just the people of Ukraine are are fighting, and we need to lift them up. So, all right, have a fantastic evening or day whenever you're listening to this i'll be back tomorrow uh where we'll talk a little bit more about travel all right bye everybody Mwah!